0: Hello and happy Friday. I'm Tim Sevenhusen, and this is my indomitable tomfoolery to make the world slightly less slight. But this is an extra 24 hours in the past. Woo! I'm recording this on Thursday because uh, Larissa and Calvin and I are going to the mainland to visit with family for the weekend. So I wanted to get this done before we left uh, rather than having to skip another week and get things all messed up even more on the schedule. But uh, it doesn't mean there isn't still lots to talk about. So I'll jump right in. Um, you may have seen the blog post I made about this, but uh, there's an event going on in the month of August in the web fiction community called we See RIMO, which is short for uh, Web Serial Writing Month. Uh, you may have heard of NaNoWriMo, National novel, National novel Writing Month, which happens in November, where people um, are challenged to write a 50,000 word novel, 50,000 words in a month. Uh, so this is kind of like that, except that it's for people who write web serials. Um, which I do. I work on Special People as a web serial, and I just completed Losing Freight as another web serial, and it's a, a format that I seem to enjoy. Um, so the idea is that through the month of August, people who write web serials can set their own targets. Um, you know, if they want to do a 50,000 word target in the month, great. Uh, but otherwise, they could maybe just set, you know, try to do double their output or, or increase their output by 50% for that month, and you can build up a backlog or Or set some other goals related to the serials they write. Uh, And it's just a way to kind of connect with other people who write serials and get some exposure and uh, promote the format. So if you are interested in web serials, uh, check out the blog post that I wrote about it. There's some links there where you can find out more information. uh, See who's participating and maybe check out the stories they're writing because there are a lot of cool ones out there. Uh, The participation I'm going to be having um, for special people... Is I'm I'm gonna try to put a I'm gonna try to put together fifteen thousand words of writing um, instead of the normal kind of eight to ten thousand word range that I would do in a month uh, if I was just writing you know the two uh, two chapters a week that I normally write so I'm gonna increase my output a bunch and then I also put in there that I wanted to outline the next story arc the one that'll come after hide and seek which is the the current story uh, and I also put in that I wanted to get the first special people book ready um over the last week uh there have been some developments that might have changed that goal uh and that is that uh i work with 1889 labs which is uh an online publisher and they they published uh losing freight as as the web serial and hopefully be doing a a completed book of that down the road once i've uh edited it all into proper book format um and working with them, and, and they took up some interest in Special People, so I might be publishing some Special People books uh, through them, but uh, in order to do that, I have to kind of work out some kinks of uh, the presentation and the, the format and flow of Special People, um, since I didn't begin it originally, you know, planning to write novels in sequence or anything like that, so the story arcs are a little bit shorter than that and, uh, and kind of flow a little bit differently. So I've been talking with them about what that might look like and, uh, and, you know, what would be necessary to make that happen uh, and figuring out, you know, hundred percent whether I want to go with them or whether I still want to kind of go my own route as I've been doing with everything else that I've published so far pretty much. Um, and I don't know how soon I'll have any more news or like an answer on what I'm actually going to be doing on that. Um, but it could be a little while and it'll probably be, probably longer than August, um, because if I do go with them, um, I'm going to have to do some rewriting and reconceptualizing, especially, you know, going back to the earlier stories and and figuring out ways to rework them into, into better kind of book formats, um, which is something I'm excited about and I think could work out really well. And, and working with, you know, an editor instead of just myself and the readers, I think could uh, lead to some really good improvements to the stories. Um, there have already been some big suggestions from the editor who kind of gave the stories a look over and came back to me with a few things and it's uh, some very exciting stuff that I think would definitely improve them uh, so that's kind of where that situation stands uh, this isn't going to affect anything with the comic or the regular updates to the site uh, the comic is still rolling along but it's uh, you know I haven't I haven't worked with the comic format before and, and working with an artist and all that so it is taking a little longer than I uh, expected it would but um but it will get done, and it's gonna be great once it is, so I'll continue to keep you guys updated on that on the progress there. Uh, in the actual special people updates that are happening right now, we're working through hide and seek. We're just coming up on a another big kind of action scenario um with kind of an, an infiltration kind of uh situation so um I know that the last few weeks. Have been a lot of kind of plot and and uh relatively boring in terms of just you know developing the characters and moving moving the story forward and I think it's taken me a little bit longer than I hoped to set up the next um the next kind of action scene uh so hopefully you've still been following along through that otherwise um we're basically there back of the action again and uh and next week on Tuesday it'll be a big bang for the action so um if you have kind of dropped off uh during the relatively boring sections um jump back in as a t- good time to to catch up and, and get into the exciting parts of the story again uh that's it for what i want to talk about with my writing i thought to kind of round the podcast out a little bit i'd talk a bit about some entertainment stuff that i've uh, been doing recently so uh yesterday larissa and i saw the dark knight rises which is a movie I've been really excited about because, uh, the dark Knight* is one of my, honestly, one of my favorite movies of all time. So, uh, dark Knight rises, I thought was really good. I'm not going to get into a lot of details. I'm not going to make any spoilers or anything, but, but I thought in a, in a general sense, it, it capped off the trilogy quite well. Um, there were some moments in it that I thought, uh, went a little under explained. Um, or were a little bit hard to to believe outside of, you know, this is moving the plot forward and this is, you know, raising the stakes and and that kind of stuff and and a lot of that happened it seemed like in service of the the character drama and in service of conveying the theme of the movie, which is something I'm I'm okay with. Um because what I really love about a good movie is is the way it can take a theme or a message and convey that. Um, to the audience Uh, that's something I think the Dark Knight did really really well this whole theme of of human nature and you know uh, are people good or evil kind of deep down in them and you know whether or not I agree with the with the conclusions there um, I thought it it did a great job of presenting um, its stance Uh, I think Dark Knight Rises is a little bit weaker in that sense than The Dark Knight, um, which might just be my own personal read on it. But but I do think it, it did a, a pretty solid job of, of getting this uh, this uh, character advancement and and, uh, and theme across. And I can see how there would be debate about the ending. Um, again, I, I don't want to get into any spoilers for anyone who hasn't seen it, but, but I thought the ending was... Uh, in terms of finishing off a trilogy, I think it did quite a good job, and I and I appreciated uh, kind of the symbolism of, of what happened. So, all in all, really enjoyed Dark Knight Rises. Uh, saw it in IMAX, which was great. Um, I love those uh, the the kind of expansions to the full IMAX resolution shots and, and the full uh, uh, that different aspect ratio where it kind of heightens up a little bit. Um, I'd like to see a whole movie shot that way, because the huge screen really makes going to the theater worthwhile. Otherwise, I wouldn't want to spend that much money, which is why I hardly go to any movies in theaters. But all told, Batman, highly recommended. I really love the whole trilogy. Uh, And the other thing that's been going on for me in entertainment recently is I basically quit Diablo 3 and have just been ramping up my Guild Wars 2 excitement. So I I played Diablo 3 from launch you know until about a week ago um, and you know I enjoyed it overall but as soon as I kinda hit the stage where I was farming in the highest difficulty level and you know it, it just felt like I would have to keep doing the exact same thing over and over again since the farming is very repetitive basically you you know you, you clear out an entire act it takes you between an hour and two hours You kill all the elite monsters and the boss. You see what kind of drops you got. Sell the ones that are good. You know, trash the ones that aren't. Um, We'll sell them to vendors for far less money. And then do it all over again. And hopefully you get enough money done after doing this a bunch of times that you buy some better equipment that allows you to get to a higher difficulty area and farm it. And get slightly better drops that you can sell for more money. And it's just the treadmill of gear finding. So... Yeah, I got pretty bored of that, as you might be able to tell from my description of it. Uh I did it for a while and the excitement of the Diablo franchise has always been about getting these new items and all of a sudden you're you know, you're so much more powerful and hooray, here I am with this great sword and this awesome helm and you know and it took me so much hard work hard work to get them and now I have them and look how great this is. But where Diablo 2 held my interest for years and years Diablo 3 only really managed it for a couple of months because, for one, um, the repetition was, I mean, the, this, the repetition was similar in both games, but uh, but I was doing it with friends in Diablo 2, you know, you do cow levels or whatever, and not necessarily with friends, but with groups of people, and you'd all go through this together, you'd do it really fast, and, you know, there's an item frenzy, and you go, oh, yeah, we found these items, let's do it again. And it, I don't know, it just felt a little bit more exciting that way. Whereas in Diablo 3, like I said, it takes an hour to two hours to do one run, and you might not get anything good out of it. You might get something, you might not. And you're, you know, I was I was doing it alone, um, just because my friends list was always empty. Uh, and maybe I could have found other people to play with, but uh, I kind of was playing in non-standard hours too, and in, in the afternoons rather than evenings and so on. So, I don't know, it just, it just got a, little, a lot more boring that way, because it was a lot slower, and it felt like the reward was worse. Because in Diablo 2 also, where you had the level 99 cap and it took forever to get there, um, you knew that even if you weren't finding any good items, you were at least leveling up very slowly, and every time you got a level, you got a little bit stronger. Whereas in Diablo 3, you hit level 60, you know, most of the way through Hell difficulty, and once you're in Inferno difficulty, you're already at the max level, you can't improve that way, the only improvement is through gear. And it just feels like if you do a farming run and only make hundred thousand gold or something and don't find any items to sell, then that's all you've got. You, you know, you you haven't really accomplished all that much with your time. Uh, so, and there's and on top of all that, there's not even any PVP in Diablo 3 yet. And uh, what I've seen of the previews of what the PVP is going to be, it's not going to be particularly competitive. Um, in terms of balance, it's not going to have anything more than just deathmatch scenarios where you run in and and hit each other until somebody dies, you know, and then there might be a little bit of tactics inside that, but, but they've said they just want to make it fun and Hey, cool explosions. Wasn't this great? Let's do it again sometime instead of what I really like about PVP where it's competitive and it's balanced and you've got objectives to, to complete. Um, and you actually have to, you know, bring in real strategy and, and come up with a good build. Uh, and Diablo 3 PvP is not going to be anything like that, and it couldn't really be. You know, I had some some vain hope that it might be uh, worth my strategic attentions, but but uh, the whole design of the game is is around gear, not around building your character in an interesting ways or having customization or anything like that. So, yeah, there's, I, there's nothing in the Diablo 3 PvP that's going to appeal to me. So I'm done with the game, uh, and working on getting uh, getting the money to pre-order Guild Wars. I played the most recent Beta weekend event and really loved it. Um, I had my worries about what Guild Wars 2 PVP was going to be like because I played a ton of Guild Wars 1, uh, especially Guild Wars Guild PVP, which was the best PVP I've ever played. Uh, really balanced, and you have all these team mechanics and working together and. and dealing with the tactics and uh and and all of that um and i didn't know if guild wars 2 is going to have that same amount because it doesn't have the same um there's no uh clipping between characters so you can run right through each other and that was a big part of the guild wars one pvp where you would block people from getting to certain objectives and so on so i was worried about that and i was worried about the lack of dedicated healers um so you don't really have the same kind of team cohesion, and there's smaller teams. It's five versus five at the competitive level rather than eight versus eight. So I was worried about some of the th- these things, but as I played it during the beta weekend, I saw that there's really is a ton of potential for good teamwork and tactics, and uh, and uh, yeah, just how, how to work together and, and be really skilled. And so I'm quite excited about that, and I have started to find some YouTube videos of. Of strong competitive teams playing against each other and and seeing how well they work together, and how much thought there is into the character builds. So yeah, I'm getting really excited about it. I thought the the world versus world P- PvP where you're storming castles and you've got hundreds of people on the map at a time, and it's persistent over a, a two week cycle. Uh, that looks like a really fun way to to just kind of run around and have some fun. Um, not necessarily in a particularly organized or competitive way but just having fun with it and seeing what you can accomplish and big castles and catapults and all that kind of stuff and the pvp i think is going to be or the pve rather is going to be uh very interesting as well um just because the environments that the guild wars team creates are so uh so interesting um and the art is great and the i mean who. I don't really care that much about the story because I accept that video game stories are rarely any good especially in an MMO. But uh but I think it'll be it'll be a fun diversion for when I don't feel like PvPing. Um and and having all of these different options of what to do with my time in the game I think is going to make it last a whole lot longer than Diablo 3 did for me where Diablo 3 only really has the one thing you can do which is farm, <laughs> get to level 60 and then farm. So uh, yeah, I'm, I'm looking forward to Guild Wars 2 coming out in about a month. Uh, I've been selling a bit of gear in the Diablo 3 real money auction house to uh, to get the money to pay for Guild Wars 2. So that's, uh, you know, basically the money that I spent on Diablo. I'm going to make it back and then spend it on a different game instead. So that's one interesting thing about the whole real money auction house scenario. But that's uh, that's basically what my entertainment life has been looking like and uh, i'm probably going to spend the next three or four weeks uh on a lot of guild wars forums and watching videos and stuff like that so that's how i'll be entertaining myself uh there's no q a this week so uh hopefully we'll get back on that with the next next podcast two weeks from now and we'll see if uh, if i've got any other guild Wars stuff to talk about or um, any other writing news but uh, stay tuned until then keep watching the blog and uh, I'll hopefully come up with a few more things to put on there now it's been a little bit a little bit slow um, just as my, my writing overall has uh, slowed down a little bit to allow me to kind of t- step back and a breathe and uh, regain some creative energy uh, but uh, hopefully pretty soon I'll be able to um, you know as special people ramps up with a few things going on with the comic and all that i'm going to have a little bit more news to share and uh the 50 word stories year three is just about done as well so there's going to be um some things going on with that soon as well so stay tuned for all of that uh thanks for listening and i will talk to you next time